This is Viterbi Voices, your chance to hear stories about research, classes, student life, and more. Directly from our students, faculty, and other members of our engineering community. All right here at the USC Viterbi School of Engineering. Welcome back into Viterbi Voices. My name is Paul Ledesma. I'm the Director of Undergraduate Admission at the USC Viterbi School of Engineering. And we also have another guest joining us today. Alex, uh, introduce yourself. Let everybody know who you are. Hi, everyone. My name is Alex. I am a junior from Palos Verdes, California, and I'm majoring in Industrial and Systems Engineering. Alex, is this your first time on the podcast? I was trying to remember. I think second or third. Second or third. You've done this a few times. Okay, great. So people, if you haven't, if you don't know who Alex is, go back and, and hear all of those wonderful episodes. Yeah, I'm usually more behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is a lot behind the scenes. So. <laughs> a lot behind the scenes. Uh, but it's great to have you here. Uh, and uh, Audrey, what is this episode all about? Yeah, so this is the second episode in our live chat series. Um, so super excited to continue to get these up. But this one um, was a live chat that occurred on the 16th on how to pick your engineering major. Um, and I actually hosted this live chat. So um, it was super fun and we got a lot of great questions. Um, but I think what I would emphasize just to kind of sum up uh, what I, our panelists sort of said about majors is, don't stress about it. You can change your major. Um, and also, I think I've learned more and more as I kind of wrap up college and head into industry. I think our majors matter a lot less than we think because uh, you're learning how to problem-solve major. So, um, yeah. It is all about problem-solving. But our high school students in the audience definitely – uh, worry about this. They stress yeah. about this, about what they're going to be majoring in. Alex, were you, were you worried like this? Uh, can you relate to this type of episode when you were? I yeah, I was so worried. I mean, I think even once I started college, I was pretty worried because I like didn't know where I felt like I belonged. Um, I actually ended up changing my major my to Audrey industrial Robert. systems engineering my sophomore year. Um, so I think it was definitely a relief to know that it was so easy to change my major, that it was encouraged, that I wasn't tied down, and that everything was so interdisciplinary. Um, Because that was the other thing I was really afraid of. And then I learned that I didn't need to be afraid of it. Um, On this particular chat, now this is, this is a a, part of our live chat series that that you all are doing. And this is every other Sunday. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So every other Sunday, there's a new live chat. This was the second one. Um, And what was different about this live chat episode than, than in the past? The, the, The one a couple weeks ago was, Oh, just about everything in, in the engineering school. Was there was there some new information that people should listen out for here other than the idea about how to pick your major? Um, I would say this one was just kind of more focused on like the decision, decision making process um, and kind of like the student perspective of it. And like once you get here and I think, you know, previously we kind of just talked about the general student experience and not necessarily, you know, our thought process as a high school student going into college. So I think that's the real big difference with this podcast. Um, and that's what I would listen out for. Yeah, yeah. I would just say in terms of like topics, I think we talked first about like picking your major. So there's some good advice on, you know, what kind of things you might, if you like a certain thing in high school, maybe what direction you should go in. Um, Also, we talked about changing majors. So a lot of us had changed majors at different stages. I changed my major at orientation, for example. Um, And then finally, I think we just kind of talked about our major specifically. So, you know, I'm a mechanical engineer, but we had chemical engineers, we had CS, uh, BA, uh, civil, environmental. So a pretty wide gamut. Um, so I just, I just think it's a great, a great place for people to start and kind of relieve some of that stress that we were talking about earlier. Um, and just, yeah, get our perspective as students. Also, while listening to the podcast, you might hear a little bit of static or some strange background noises, but that's because all of the audio for this episode was recorded via Zoom. All right, well, let's get out of the way and let everybody listen to this recording of the recent live chat series on how to pick your major with a bunch of students talking about their process and, and how they went through it. We'll see you on the other side. So first of all, welcome to everyone. We're super excited to be chatting with you today. 
So welcome to everyone on the Zoom call, the YouTube stream. And if you're watching or listening uh, to this at a, at a later date, uh, welcome to you as well. Um, so just a quick agenda before we get into some introductions. First, we're going to meet the panelists, including myself. My name is Audrey. I'm the host. Then we'll jump into some Q&A with some a sort of uh, pre-ideated pre questions we have for tonight. Um, and then we'll open it up to all of your questions. Um, and then finally, we'll give you some information on how to connect with the Viterbi Admissions Office because uh, none of us are admissions officers, we're students. And then finally, we'll say how you can stay connected with us, the students. So with that, um, I will go ahead and say a little bit about myself. So my name is Audrey. I am a senior now uh, studying mechanical engineering. and I have a minor um, in the School of Cinematic Arts, and I'm from Denver. Um, so I'll be the host tonight, but um, I'm super excited to now introduce our panelists. So Derek, do you want to just kick it off? Yeah. Hey everyone, uh, my name is Derek. Uh, I'm a junior studying industrial and systems engineering and I'm from Los Gatos, California. Uh, super, super excited. Great. Gianna? Hi guys, I'm Gianna. Um, I'm a sophomore studying computer science business admin and I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. Thanks, Gianna. Mike? I'm Mike. Uh, I'm a senior studying chemical engineering and I'm from Houston, Texas. Great. Kenda? Hi, I'm Kenda. I'm a senior studying civil engineering from Richmond, California. Dania. Hi, everyone. My name is Dania. I'm a rising junior studying electrical engineering. I'm from Baldwin Park, California, and I'm really excited to be here. And now uh, we have our moderators, uh, which is a, a group of students who are going to help to answer your questions in the chat. So, um, Alex, do you want to kick it off? Yeah. So, hi, everyone. My name is Alex. I'm a junior from Palos Verdes, California, and I'm majoring in industrial and systems engineering. Hi, everyone. My name is Christina. I am a senior from Los Angeles, California, and I'm majoring in environmental engineering. Hey, everyone. I'm Domini. I'm a senior studying biomedical engineering, and I'm from Kahului, Hawaii. Hi, everybody. My name is Mark. I am a junior studying mechanical engineering, and I am from Diamond Bar, California. Hi, everyone. My name is Paul. I'm a junior studying computer engineering and computer science, and I'm from El Paso, Texas. Awesome. Thanks to all of our moderators. So uh, first off, uh, we'll just say to everyone, all of our panelists, what is your major? And can you give kind of a brief one or two explanation of, of what it is? Derek, do you want to start this one off? I would love to. Uh, so hi, everyone. Like I said, uh, I'm studying industrial systems engineering, uh, which is definitely one of the broader uh, fields of study here at USC. Um, yeah, I would say the main focus is on the concept of efficiency um, as that applies to either like industrial processes like manufacturing or even like business settings like uh, operations and um, uh, I guess optimization. Uh, lots of statistics and data work. Uh, that's what interests me the most. So uh, yeah, hope that helps. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Derek. Okay, Mike, I'm going to hand it off to you now. Yeah, what is chemical engineering? Um, well, it's, it's partially chemistry, partially physics, I want to say. A lot of it's about um, looking at processes similar to ISC, but we focus more on uh, things that you'll probably see in a processing plant or manufacturing plant. But I think once you move a little bit outside of that, um, that's what you learn in your classes. You can kind of apply that to a lot of, of different fields like nanotech and, and biochem. Sure. Awesome. Thanks, Mike. Gianna? Um, okay, so computer science business admin is just kind of a combination of the two, like it sounds. Um, you take most classes in computer science, and you take that over in Viterbi, and it's just you're with the computer science majors um, learning you know, algorithms, everything related to that, um, and then you go over to Marshall Business School, and you get to supplant some of your um, more technical and upper division classes with um, some finance, some accounting, some um, econ, just different business classes. And it's really just kind of taking like a mini specialization over in Marshall with business. Hey, y'all, sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to let you know that we have a number of 
campus visit programs available to you right now. If you want to check out what campus is like, if you want to learn more about the Viterbi School of Engineering, go to viterbi.link slash visit. That's V-I-T-E-R-B-I dot link slash visit, where you can learn about our Viterbi visit experiences that happen on most Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. We have some virtual events that happen on occasional weekdays and occasional Saturdays. Plus, we have some transfer virtual admission sessions where you can learn all about how to get those courses ready for transferring. We want to meet you. We will have lots of opportunities to do it and it's happening all summer long, but get your registration in now at viterbi.link slash visit. Hope to see you soon. Awesome. Thanks. Um, John, do you want to talk about double E? Yeah, for sure. So um, electrical engineering is like a really broad um, part of engineering where you can basically do anything you want. Um, like you can work from like microelectronics to computers to like nanotechnology it's a really broad um, major, so you can just do a lot of things, anything that has electricity, basically. So definitely really cool. Awesome. Thank you. And then Kenda, do you want to talk about civil engineering? Yeah, so civil is a pretty broad major, um, pretty small at USC, but you can do um, structural or building science or transportation or environmental, which is more water-based. So it kind of does everything that makes like the world run. Awesome. Everything. Um, and then I guess for those of you interested in mechanical engineering, um, I'm studying mechanical engineering, so I can talk a little bit about that. Um, but basically, I would say, um, like, fundamentally, it's just about building things. Um, I think all of engineering is about problem solving, so there's definitely that link. Um, but I think there's kind of several core areas of mechanical engineering. One would be sort of like structures. One would be maybe dynamics, fluid dynamics, that sort of thing. Uh, heat transfer and thermodynamics, those are kind of like the core areas. So um, kind of dealing with these fundamental mechanic principles, of course, as, a, as the name uh, suggests. Awesome. So now that we have that all out of the way and we kind of know what these majors are, I know sometimes it's hard to understand um, like the difference between the majors. Um, we'll go into why did everyone choose their major? Um, was there anything that sort of influenced your decision in high school maybe? Um, yeah, what, why did you choose your major? Um, we can start it off with uh, Kenda on this one. Okay, so um, I actually took a class in high school that required us to get an internship. So I kind of thought that I wanted to go into architecture, but I found an internship with a family friend that was a civil engineer. And so he kind of introduced me to everything about civil. So along with the internship, he took time out of his day to like explain to me what civil engineering was. And then I decided that would be something I would very, be very interested in. So that was kind of a very unique situation to me, but I knew that I always wanted to do something with like, I knew that I wanted to do engineering specifically, but I didn't know what type. So I discovered that I really wanted to do more of an environmental remediation, which happens to fall under civil. Cool, awesome, thanks. Does anyone else wanna jump in on that one? Um, so coming out of high school, like I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I kind of switched majors around different, um, a lot of different times. So like I was aerospace, computer science, astronautical, just, I considered biomedical for a very long time too. Um, I've always liked engineering and I was always very good at math and science in high school. And um, I really like space. So I figured like if I at least choose electrical engineering, like I can do satellite engineering in the future and really take on that role, even though like I still wasn't really sure. So for me, it was very beneficial to choose like a very broad major. I'm pretty similar to that. Um, I was the classic like STEM kid in high school. I knew I wanted to do something uh, STEM related in college, probably engineering, but I had no idea what kind of engineering. Um, so literally as I was scrolling through USC's uh, pages of majors, I saw ISE and um, because I was so indecisive at the time, I. Uh, I figured since it was so, it sounded so broad and could be applied to so many things, that's why I ended up choosing it. Um, and I ended up really loving it. Uh, I knew there was a lot of stats involved and kind of a funny story with that was I only ever took AP stats in high school because I wanted to get better at the probability questions on the SAT. Um, and then I found out after that, I was like, oh, I really like all this. Um, so yeah, that's kind of everything that informed my decision. And I knew coming into USC, I would have the opportunity to change between engineering majors, which isn't offered everywhere. So uh, that really like made me feel more secure in my decision and I ended up sticking with it and it's been great. Um, Gianna and Mike, anything to add on that one? Why did you choose your major? 
Um, mine is kind of similar, I guess, with the flexibility of having a more broad major, um, because I think it's just the common thing here is you, you don't really know exactly what you want to do. Who expects an 18 year old to know that? Um, mm -hmm. So it's nice to know that all of these different majors um, can let you kind of find your path as you go. And for me, I just felt that computer science, um, it's just, it's in everything. And no matter what I want to do, if I want to go, um, you know, a medical route, there's things I could do there. There's, you know, civil service, there's um, lots of, I mean, film, everything like that. Um, I think I've changed my idea of what I want to do every other week. And I like that I have the flexibility to do that with my major. Um, sure. And also for me, I just felt there's such, at least my school, I had such a supportive um, academic environment for like women in computer science. They were definitely um, showing us opportunities that were available to us. So I just kind of latched onto it. That's great. And then Mike, last but not least on this one. Yeah, I feel like I put a lot, lot less thought into this than all of y'all have. Honestly, in high school, um, I just really liked chemistry. And then someone told me that engineers made a lot more money than non-engineers. So I just checked chemical engineering on all the boxes. Um, thankfully, I got here and I liked it a lot. But I think the good thing about USC is you can switch pretty easily if you, know, you find another passion that you want to pursue. Definitely. Yeah, and I think sort of a common thread throughout all of these, and I can say this is true for myself too as a mechanical engineer, is like the flexibility of your major. You know, you're not with any engineering major, you're not really pigeonholed into a certain area. Like every product needs um, a mechanical engineer, electrical engineer, civil engineer, like all of these things. Um, I think we think they're so different as high school students, but definitely I can say the senior now, um, it, you know, it's not as siloed as you think, I would say. Um, awesome. Sure. Well, thanks everyone. Um, and then does anyone have an emphasis in their major or is thinking about adding one? Cool. I saw um, Mike nod. Do you want to start off on this one? Yeah. So my emphasis is in sustainable energy. Um, cool. Honestly, just kind of sounded the coolest. Uh, I think, you know, especially as a lot of corporations start doing these carbon neutral goals, it, it'd be pretty interesting to find out what the different types of renewables are and, and how they work. So I uh, decided to pick it. Awesome. I saw Kenda nodded too. Yeah, I have um, an environmental emphasis. So that kind of puts me halfway between civil engineering and environmental engineering. And I picked it just because I wanted to do more of the environmental like water treatment side, but I also wanted to do the civil like building structure side. So it was kind of a great balance between both Awesome. And Derek, you have one yep. too, right? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so my emphasis is in information systems. Um, and I chose that because basically I, I'm looking to go into like data science or analytics as a career path. So that just made the most sense. <laughs> awesome. And Danya and Gianna, any emphases for you though? Yes. Um, I'm okay. doing the electrical science route of EE which is kind of um, more of like the physics, like quantum mechanic applications as well. For me, I'm really into like research and stuff. So that for me was like a really cool route instead of like, um, there's another route, computer engineering and another one, which is like communications and signals. And those seem kind of boring to me. So I wanted to go to a more <laughs> theoretical route. Very cool. And Gianna, what about you? I don't have um, an emphasis or anything like that, but hoping to pick up a minor. Nice. Well, we're in the same boat. I. So I'm pretty much set on, on what I'm doing at this point as a senior. Um, and yeah, I'm, a, I'm in the standard track for mechanical engineering. And I, I think for me at least, um, it just gave me the most flexibility and sort of like choosing whatever, whatever I wanna take. Um, but cool, thanks everyone. Um, and I know this is a little more pressure of a question, but does anyone know what you're planning to do with your major after you graduate um, and kind of like what options are you considering if you're not exactly sure? Mike, I, it looks like, oh, Derek, <laughs> okay, Derek. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I already, I kind of just said this, but um, yeah, I'm looking to go into either like a data scientist uh, ro type role or an analyst type role, um, anything with data. I'm really, that's really interesting to me. So I just finished an internship in that too, so. Very cool. Mike, do you, what are you thinking? Yeah, I know I just talked about how, uh, how much I liked chemical engineering, but uh, I just worked in uh, commodities trading. Um, I think that field is pretty interesting. 
uh, more of the finance side, not really chemical engineering, but uh, helped me get here, I guess. For sure. Anyone uh, else? I, I don't know exactly what I want to do because um, I don't know. I'm sophomore, still trying to figure things out a bit, but um, yeah. I've definitely looked more into um, just being in LA, it's, you know, you have Hollywood and film industry right there. So I've looked into what I can do possibly visual effects wise and like computer graphics and modeling, things like that. Uh, but then on a completely different route, um, maybe cybersecurity or yeah. some realm of that with like defense and things like that. Totally different things, but it just, uh, I'm still hoping to explore those. That's super cool though. Yeah, it's in my minor in SCA, it's really awesome to see like how much engineering goes into making films and especially exactly like you said with visual effects um it's a super exciting and, and fun space to sort of bring bring joy to people <laughs> kenda and danya any ideas of what you want to do i kind of want to go down one of two paths i either want to do some more like water treatment like work for the city do like water distribution or do some sort of environmental remediation, which is what we got me into civil engineering in the first place. So I'm still trying to figure out between those two. I think I'd be happy with either one. Awesome. Tanya? Yeah, that's a, that's a really big question. What do I want to do? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, so I just finished up an internship at Toyota. And um, while I was working there, I did it virtually. Um, I was talking to some of the chief executive engineers and they said like, um, some another possibility is to get your PhD and then come back and work in the industry. So I think for me, that's kind of my goal now. I want to continue on to a PhD and go to grad school. And hopefully, since I, I love space a lot, I want to work for like NASA or some like uh, SpaceX or something. I think that'd be really interesting to do. Yeah, that's awesome. Super cool. Um, yeah, yeah, for me, I guess uh, I've entered at Microsoft the past two summer working on um, Surface. So I'm, I'm really interested in uh, doing something like that. I really like super consumer facing products. And I think that's a cool part of mechanical engineering for me that it can be really visual. So I like that. But I think you can see here, there's so many different um, fields you can go into. Um, one, one thing that's popping up um, is sort of in each of your major, what, is, what are the sort of like projects you have and any sort of hands-on um, work that you do at, at school? Obviously, I know it's different now with that, with remote, but I'd love to hear that. Well, I guess I could start. So, I mean, in classes um, with computer science, I think we're a little lucky in the sense of virtually, um, it's computers, that's what we do. So being online, it, we have that advantage there, but um, I think research is a really, um, and is really accessible at USC and really um, a great way to start getting that hands-on. I've been able to be in the robotic interaction lab um, and we're working on effective gesturing with robots and linking sentences and words to different gestures. Um, and then also there's plenty of clubs and um, I think one of those that stands out is uh, the Code for Change Club and they allow you to code for nonprofits in the LA area and just create mobile apps or websites that they need um, and little things like that. And then not even just like in your classes. And I think um, I just took an ITP class this summer that allowed me to make my own website and just kind of do those things on my own, um, which are really nice to be able to have the skills to just kind of do side projects on your own with these things. Yeah, so I'll talk about that. Yeah, uh, so last semester, uh, my emphasis being in information systems, I took um, an enterprise analytics class that was uh, also in the ITP department. Um, so the final project that we had for that was we basically built from scratch um, in SAP BW4 HANA, which is like kind of the, the business warehouse, like database software building tools that like all like major corporations use. Um, we had kind of a little pet example where uh, our final project, we constructed a database to store like information on terrorist attacks and just like how the project was on like how to model that in a way that's like efficient for retrieving data and um, organized intuitively and stuff like that. So that was pretty cool. Awesome. Um, I'm going to put Danya on the spot. What about in double E? 
In double E, it can get pretty broad, um, at least like in classes and stuff, like it can be like a lot of like, kind of like uh, coding hands-on experiences. So like we made like a light sensor by like coding it and then like bringing that onto like a little Arduino and working with like Raspberry Pis. And with that, like you can do so many different things too. Like machine learning is one example that comes to mind. Um, but for me personally, um, I got involved in some of the clubs on campus, like the autonomous underwater vehicle design team. And as someone from like EE, like we kind of work on like the embedded systems and like, um, like I'm working on the pneumatic actuator system. So like making like the torpedoes go out and like the robotic arms and everything. So really big applications. It just whatever calls out to you and is something that you're interested, uh, definitely just pursue it on campus. Awesome. Thanks. And then does anyone else have anything to add on this question talking about hands on stuff um, you, you do at school? I mean, for civil engineering, there's not, we work with like the programs, we work with um, AutoCAD and we've worked a little bit with Revit and I think, I can't remember the last thing that we used, but a lot more of our like hands-on experience comes from like design teams or clubs. So I was part of the American Society of Civil Engineers and I was part of the environmental design team and we actually build like a small, small scale water treatment system, which was pretty nice. I got to like see the entire process and like, see which mm -hmm. would be used in an actual water treatment system, which is pretty awesome. Hey everyone, this is Paul. Sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to let you know about a new feature we just unlocked. It's about sending us questions or comments via text. If you go to your podcast player, check the show notes. There's a link there that says, send us a question or comment. It may be on our next episode. So go in there, send us a little quick text message. Let us know what your questions are. Let us know what your comments are. We'd love to hear from you. So we can't wait to see it. Now back to the episode. Super cool. And Mike, any, anything that Kemi you want to add? Yeah, so I think you can kind of break down what we do into two different categories. The first one probably be like modeling, um, like distillation columns or different types of processes that you can feed information into. And the other one, which I think is really great, is we have a lot of hands-on lab experiments because um, the chemicals we use are sometimes <laughs> a little bit more dangerous. So there's like facilities there that we have classes for where you go in, you do an experiment for three hours, then you have to... Uh, analyze all the data and write a report about it. Uh, a lot of it's through courses because it's a little hard to get those chemicals um, for student. Sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's mainly what we do. Very cool. Well, fun for me to learn about too. Um, I think one thing people will be curious about is like switching majors. I know that's something I thought a lot about in high school. And I know, I think a couple of us mentioned um, about how USC is flexible about this, which is true. So maybe we can just get like a raise of hands of who switched their major here. Cool. So a little, a little over half of us. Um, so I guess Gianna, maybe we'll start with you. Um, what, did, what was your major switch and what was the process like for you? I guess mine is kind of easier just because I applied CS, went through all that, like the application process CS, and then I came to orientation and switched it at orientation. So a little different, and I think probably a little bit easier than doing it in a year. Um, so I don't know if I can weigh in too much on the process, <laughs> um, but the reason I switched, I just felt that it was a really unique combination. Um, just the BA with um, computer science, I didn't really see that anywhere else. And it felt like a balance that I really wanted to achieve in college. So I thought I'd give it a go. And most of the classes that CS and CSBA share um, are in the beginning. So it just felt like an easy way if, you know, I wanted to switch back and forth or even go a different route, I could. So, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. And Danya, what about you? So I mentioned earlier, I switched majors about four times, I think. Yeah, so it was at different parts of like my college years too. So like I switched um, during the application process, during orientation week, and twice again during freshman year. So it's a lot. Um, the process though, like the, one of the great things about the Turby is that they're super flexible and um, you just kind of have to work with your counselor on, sorry, your advisor on just like finding the best path for you. So for me, it was easy because I was really close to my advisor. So she helped me out a lot. And um, I kind of express like, like me as a person, like I fall in love with everything. So it's kind of hard for me to just like pick a certain thing because I'm just like, oh wait, but what about this? No, I like this. 
and like um, definitely different research experiences kind of like help with that too. Like um, I really considered BME because like I worked at the Children's Hospital in LA and I learned a lot about like the biomedical components of that. And it was just like super cool. And I'm like, I want to change. And um, it's just being realistic with yourself about what you can achieve. So for me, again, just choosing a broader major made it super easy because I can literally do anything kind of like how Jana mentioned with um, computer science. So that's one of the benefits, but um, yeah, just really getting in contact with your advisor early on about like your different interests really helps as well. Yeah, that's awesome. I can totally relate to that of like <laughs> being interested in everything. It makes it really hard to choose. So I, I feel the same way. And then Kenda, what about you? I actually did the same thing as Gianna. I switched, I was admitted as an environmental engineering major, but I kind of wanted to do both. So I, I think I literally just signed a piece of paper being like, this was my major. This is what I wanted to be. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, you registered as this. So it was like super, super easy. Sure. Yeah. And for me, super similar to what Gianna was saying. And, and I think kind of your case too. So I switched my major orientation. I was admitted as civil engineering and then I switched to mechanical um, which are like super similar majors too, in terms of like the actual courses we take. So um, yeah, I think it was just like a quick form with our advisor. So super easy. Switching a major is definitely not a problem at USC. I've known people who have switched their major like up to junior year. Um, yeah, even, even and then, year. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true too. I know some who did that. So definitely, I think it's something that can be like make us really nervous um you know just not having the flexibility but it's there so um there's that's super easy to do at USC um so some people are asking about switching a Dorn Scythe to Viterbi um so you'll notice that all of us kind of started in Viterbi so that's definitely a bit trickier if you're not admitted to Viterbi um and I'm not exactly sure on all of it just as a student who didn't do that but there is sort of a process to it and I think some sort of you know application or engagement you have to have it with the turby yeah. um, and it's not guaranteed but again we're all students so definitely a question for admissions uh, that they can they can answer probably <laughs> better than us in that case um, so now that we kind of have have an overview of our path to, to where we are currently um, I guess what advice would you guys give to someone who's debating uh, what major is best for them I can go um, awesome. what I would say, I, and like you, you guys heard how seemingly kind of random my decision process was, um, like I would say definitely go with, listen to your heart more than you listen to your brain with it. Uh, and like, I know you like STEM, STEM kids don't like to hear that. I don't like to hear that, but like it, sh it shouldn't be so like, I wouldn't say it shouldn't be a logical decision but it shouldn't be something you have to really think about that much. I would say just like really like look inward and like decide what you are truly the most interested in and possibly passionate about because it is a big commitment. So. Awesome. Yeah. I think that's definitely good advice for, for all of us. Anyone else? Yeah, I can go. I think um, if you have an idea of like what kind of job that you want to do, you can always seek out like professionals in that field or you can talk to people who are like, I think this major might be interesting. Let me find a professional like civil engineer to see what they do. Because I think that experience for me, like talking to someone in that field was really, really helpful because I got to see like all the different disciplines that you can do in civil engineering and like the different paths you can take. So it really like broadened up what I thought civil engineering was. Yeah, for sure. Anyone else on this one? Yeah, I can go. Um, I think also going into it, it's more so just kind of think of it as like an approach so like um, your, your major does not define what you have to do for the rest of your life at like at all. Believe me, at all. <laughs> like I have met people who um, are like doing like are working at SpaceX and they were like biomedical engineers and it's like it's unrelated. But, um, you know, all that they really want to see is that you have the drive, that you have the motivation and you have the passion. And I think that's really all you ever need in your life. A major is just kind of something that explores those different interests and opportunities, but really just it's up to what's in here in your heart, like how Derek mentioned. So just come at it with an open mind. Just think of it more as like, okay, I want to try this instead of this is like my, you know, my destination or whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah I'm oh, sorry. Go, go ahead, ahead, Derek. I was just going to say, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, yeah, totally. It's 
your major definitely does not determine <laughs> your future. You can do a lot with everything. Right. But Derek, go, go for it. Yeah, I was going to say like the same thing. I was going to plus one what Danya said. Um, <laughs> like your, your career is like so many years long that like, yeah, maybe your major is going to determine a lot in terms of like what you leave college doing, but things can change so much. Right. Um, and also like try to think of your major as um, well, first of all, something you should be passionate about, but second of all, like um, it's just a way that you're going to gather skills to advertise yourself to employers. And those skills don't even necessarily have to come from your major. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you can get skills anywhere else, uh, especially nowadays. Definitely, so definitely. Um, yeah. Well, I'm going to wrap up that one on that just because I want to make sure we can get to student questions. But I guess last sort of rapid fire, I'm curious if you had to pick a different engineering major, what would it be? I could go on this one first. Yeah, um, Gianna. I would do environmental or a civil with an emphasis uh, environmental okay. because um, I've, you know, like I said, so many different interests that I'm you know, looking at. And one of those is sustainability and um, making like, self-sufficient energy things like that that and self-sufficient farming methods things like that just um help the earth it's an extension of ourselves i feel like and um environmental to me just seems like such a thing of the future and what we need to be doing and especially um i think for me like uh, community outreach and volunteering service that kind of thing is very important to me and important for my future and I think environmental engineering offers so many opportunities to serve the public and serve um, other people and besides working for a company definitely um Mike I'll throw that one to you yeah I think I would switch to ISC I I think I see a lot of similarities between ISC and Kemi Um, Kemi is just a little bit more you know, like in, in the nitty gritty with the chemicals and things like that, but like problem solving wise and process wise, like building a system wise, it's very similar. I think it's pretty cool. Cool. Thanks, Mike. Derek? On that note, I'll say Kemi. Uh, I would love Ooh. to, uh, I don't know, I'm not like a huge chemistry guy, but it definitely is one of like my interests on the side of what I do. So um, yeah, I would love to learn more about that. Cool. Thanks, Danya. Um, for me, I don't. I was thinking about that, and like, if I had an opportunity to switch to a different major, I think I would have done outside of attorney social work, just because like I'm. That's something I'm really passionate about too, and like working in the system and making sure like everyone's loved and appreciated. I think that's something that would call to me. Yeah. But I guess like engineering, probably chemi as well. I have a really strong chemical side too. So, yeah, Mike, we're sending you love. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kenda. Um, I think I would probably do Mechie just because I like the more like hands-on like building kind of side of things. So I think that would be a good one to try. Sure, sure. Definitely agree. I think Mechie and Civil, there's, there's a, a connection. <laughs> I think for me to, to wrap that one up, I'd probably do doubly because I, I really like, like my favorite part of Mechie is kind of the crossover between electrical systems and like electromechanical systems and kind of on the same note as Danya probably uh I maybe outside of engineering I probably do like architecture or, or something like that that's always been an interest of mine okay awesome so thank you all so much for those great answers and with that um we'll kind of move on to some student questions so one question um we've gotten is kind of like what's the most difficult part of your major and difficult part of being an engineering student Derek, I'm gonna throw it at you. <laughs> wow. <Put me laughs> Sorry. Um, well, okay, I'll answer the general difficulties of being an engineering student. Um, and it's probably something that you could guess, like there, there is a lot of work in being an engineering student. Like there's no denying that. Um, so like being at school and talking to other people that have, like generally have less work than you is uh, can be a little frustrating. But I mean, that said, like, I've had a fine time. I, I definitely like, I still have time for everything else that I want to do. So it's not a problem for me, but um, there is a little bit of residual jealousy of others, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, in terms of ISC specifically, um, I mean, we'll see, I'm, I'm going to my junior year right now. So I'm getting to those upper div classes. Um, So I guess TBD on that. (laughs) Cool. Thanks. (laughs) Um, Anyone else? want to 
Mike, what about you? Uh, in terms of Kemi, I don't know, thermodynamics probably. <laughs> um, I think a lot of us have had to take that class. Um, I, I think it's more about like not being able to get, like you're not always going to be able to get the right answer so much as you have to mm -hmm. go through the right steps to get an answer that's somewhere in the right ballpark. And I think that was pretty different from all of the math and science classes that I took in high school in the first few years of college. It's just a different frame of thinking where you're not always trying to nail the bullseye. You got to make sure that, you know, you're like your throwing mechanic is correct. Right. Right. Yeah. I, chemi thermodynamics is kind of notorious. I feel like we've all, all heard about it. <laughs> that one. Um, what about Tiana? Do you want to oh, add? Oh, I can wait. Yeah. Um, kind of like what Derek said, just, you know, it is a little hard when, you know, it could be a Thursday or Friday night and you're in doing work and, you know, you hear someone's going to do something and you're like, oh, darn, you know, but you know, you have other weekends that you can do those things. And it's just, it's a give and a take, like everything. Um, and, you know, you just have to pick and choose and find, you know, where you want to focus your energy, which is true in, you know, the real life anyway, just when you have a career, you're not going to be able to do it all. Um, sure. So finding that balance early on, I think is good. Um, but with computer science, I'd say um, for me, I mean, I'm only a sophomore, so I haven't even gotten into the upper divs yet. So we'll see. But so far, <laughs> it's what's kind of crazy is um, the different programming languages, they're all different, they're similar, but then you can get them muddled in your head and you're thinking one when you should be doing the other. And also, you know, you're not expected to come in with prior knowledge for your major, but it is sometimes hard looking around, seeing kids who have these experiences in coding and know how to do a lot of these things that you just haven't gotten there yet. Um, so it's, it's, it is difficult just at first, you know, giving yourself the confidence to say you'll get there because it's, it's all practice and no one knows it right off the bat. Um, so yeah, I think it's just a test in resilience. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, I'm gonna wrap it up on this one just to make sure we can get to as many as possible. Um, but thank you for those great answers, everyone. One question we got was, how would you recommend finding the engineering major that suits you best? Um, and I just wanna sort of circle back to some things that I think were said before. I know Derek was kind of just like, follow your passion, follow what you like. So I would definitely echo that. I know that's hard though, because it's hard to know what you like. So I think I would say for mechanical engineering, um, if you like kind of like structural things or sort of like pure mechanics, if you're interested in heat, I don't know if that's a hard thing to be interested in in high school, but something like that. Or like one thing that's been really cool, um, especially sort of in the wake of the coronavirus is learning about like aerosol science or something like that. That's sort of like a fundamental fluid dynamics problem. So that'd be mechanical engineering too. Um, so those sort of things I would say for mechanical, um, you know, maybe that's, that's a good fit for you. I don't know if anyone can speak for the other majors to kind of say maybe sort of the things that students might like that might funnel, funnel them into to where they should be. I mean, for civil, a big thing would be, I think if you're into like buildings, like structures, stuff like that, even if it's not like if it's architecture, there is like an opportunity to do kind of the more like mathematical side of the architecture. There's also like the transportation side. So if you're into like how freeways work and like how like if you're like my town has this horrible like stoplight and it's always congested, you can kind of learn the science like behind that, which is actually pretty interesting. And if you're into like water, water treatment is also a good one. I don't know if anyone's really into that. But <laughs> <laughs> you can get into it. Awesome. Thanks. Danya, what about for double E? Yeah, um, I think if you're interested in like knowing how things work, like from the electrical side of things, like um, like hardware, software development, if you're into AI coding, if you're into robotics, um, machine learning, just all that real cool stuff. Um, if you like learning about that, that's where EE is at. And there's still a whole other world of stuff that is like out there to explore too. Yeah, I feel like, all, I mean, every single one of our majors, you can do, like, a million things with, so it's, right. I, I think, if, like, fundamentally, if you like problem solving, there's an engineering major that um, suits you, for sure. That's what um, I was just about to say, with the, like, logical flow, like, for computer science, that's what drew me to it, was just, it makes sense from the top to the bottom, you're reading it through, like, you read a book, and everything yeah. fits into pieces, and at the end, you've got, you know, 
a final project. I think for CS, if you, and there's multiple things, like you could look at anything and say, you know, I want to see how to make it do what it does. And also, I mean, after taking my web development class, I realized like now I'm looking at websites and going like, oh, how did they make that hover effect? How did they do that? And you're thinking on that side of it, that's a really good mm -hmm. sign as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Mike, Kami? Yeah, I think a pretty big prerequisite is kind of the like chemistry because you have to take all yeah. the chemistry classes. <laughs> really? Uh, but, but besides that, it, it's pretty much just logical thinking. Uh, you know, you look at something it's pretty complex, like a distillation column, and you just kind of think of it like a like a box with inputs and outputs, and you just kind of mm -hmm. figure it out from there. Um, so, you know, very structured, logical thinking, uh, and then very system type thinking, things like that. Sure. And then Derek, last I see. <laughs> yeah, I'm echo that big time, aside from the chemistry. But um, <laughs> I would say, I mean, like myself, if you're into just statistics or uh, data like if you're ever if you ever look at a graphic and you want to think like oh what does what does this data visualization say about the reality of what it is or um, how can I make some x thing more efficient whether that's um, <clears throat> even like the concept of a business like maximizing mm -hmm. profit that's efficiency um, right. stuff like that so I would say if you're between engineering and business IC is a great choice um, or if you're just into logical thinking and statistics, then yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Thank you. And I have one question for Kenda that's in the chat. So on the overlap between civil and environmental engineering, is it mostly focused on water treatment? Are there options for sustainable engineering, architecture, sort of other overlaps? So I think the core of this question is kind of, uh, what's the interaction between civil and environmental engineering? Yeah, so civil and environmental, um, environmental is more of like a subset of civil engineering, I'd say. At USC, it's mostly focused on water treatment. They're trying to do some more like air pollution and sustainable stuff. That's what they're pushing for with their changing the course plans. But most of the courses are on like water treatment and wastewater treatment and stuff like that. But civil overlaps with a whole bunch of other things as well. Very cool. Thank you for answering that one, because um, I definitely think, as we've been talking about today, there's a lot of overlap, not, even, not just between civil and environmental, but like every major. So sometimes it's hard to kind of understand, understand the difference for sure. So kind of pivoting a little bit, um, there's been a lot of questions about internships in all of our different fields. Can everyone maybe talk about internship or research experience um, that they've had? I'm gonna start off with Danya because I know you're talking about interning at Toyota, which sounded super cool. So, yeah, for sure. So um, I interned at well, I I still am interning. I'm gonna be interning for the first week of school as well. Um, but I I've been working at Toyota this past summer as more. Um, I was initially as a hardware engineer, um, but then COVID happened and I kind of just like moved around different projects. So like I worked on machine learning. I worked on some um, analysis of like flow design. Um, so I did a lot of really cool things there. Um, I've also done a lot of research experience like at the Children's Hospital where I designed like an app for them. And I'm also currently doing research right now at the Armani Research Lab on campus working on photonics. Wow, you cannot be busy at all. You've got to just have <laughs> loads of free time. <laughs> oh yes, loads of it. <laughs> <laughs> just everywhere. <laughs> cool, that's awesome. Uh, Derek, what about you? Uh, yeah, so uh, as far as research goes, um, not related to my major at all, but my freshman year, I actually worked in an environmental engineering lab on uh, Speak of the Devil water treatment. Um, <laughs> uh, so that was, that was pretty interesting. Um, and I kind of just for fun, I had never, I just kind of wanted to work in a lab. So if you're interested in that, then definitely go for it. Um, and then I, the internship that I just finished up was with Apple. Um, and I was working with actually one other intern on basically an automated machine learning pipeline where um, anyone can bring in a data set and our, uh, the platform that we built would automatically clean it and pre-process it and then train a few models on it. So that was super That's cool. Awesome. That's really cool. Maybe since we're kind of getting short on time, does anyone, is anyone eager to answer this? Maybe we can take one more. <laughs> I can go. I, okay. COVID kind of canceled any opportunity I had for an internship this summer because I'm from the Bay Area and we shut down pretty fast. 
Um, but last summer, I did a research um, experience for undergrads at RU at UC San Diego, and I worked on non-destructive evaluation, which is kind of very different from what I am planning on doing. But I was basically designing a program that could detect um, any fractures in railroad systems. So that was kind of the more structural side of civil. So it's you can do a lot. Yeah, that's super cool. And I think I love kind of the variety here too, because, um, you know, if you're looking for more of a research track too, there's so many opportunities like that. If you're looking for more kind of like traditional, um, you know, maybe maybe more corporation or <laughs> industry kind of thing like that. Um, we, we've, you know, got got all that here. So a lot of super cool options and learn, learn a lot, which is really what internships are about. Um, so with that kind of in the last... Uh, seven minutes before we wrap up with some other admissions info. I just want to ask everyone sort of why USC and why Viterbi? Um, I'm going to throw that one out to Gianna first. Okay. Um, well, I'll start with Viterbi first. Uh, for me, I knew I wanted to do engineering um, and I was, you know, computer science, but I I felt, you know, I toured other engineering schools. Um, I had to go on a bunch of tours with my brother, who's also <laughs> an engineer. And I just felt that there was something, it sounds cheesy to say this, but there's something different when I came and interacted with the students at Viterbi. There was just a different dimension, a whole nother dimension to them. Um, and I mean, we call it engineer plus, but before that, I just recognized it as, you know, they aren't just engineers. They're taking a minor in dance and they're interested in music and they're um, volunteering at a hospital or, you know, volunteering um, in the community. Like it was just mm -hmm. so much um, going on and yet they all just had a smile on their face, ready to go each day. It just seemed like a very happy environment. And for me, I, you know, that's what you want in a college and you step on a campus and you feel like, yeah, either want to be friends with all these people or want to be just like them. And for me, USC also just seemed like a very supportive environment. Um, Cause I think that's just so important in a college when you're, especially I moved away from out of state and you're in a new place, everything's new and you want to feel that your school's behind you hundred percent and your fellow students are behind you hundred percent. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you from the beginning, that's exactly how I felt not to be cheesy. <laughs> Um, the Trojan family, it's a feeling that people are proud of and they're proud to belong to it. And at football games, you feel it at, in the classroom when you're texting someone at, late at night for random help. Um, they're there and it feels <laughs> so good to know that. So, yeah, I think for USC, it's the community for me. Definitely, definitely. Okay, I'm going to send it off to Mike and maybe kind of one, one if everyone can keep it to one minute. I know that's tough, but Mike. Yeah, I can touch on why USC first. Um, I, when I visited, I kind of just got the feeling that everyone was moving somewhere. Like they weren't just like, you know, like sitting down and doing the work their professor gave mm -hmm. them. Uh, you know, they were really chasing after what they wanted to do. And then specifically as to why Viterbi, I really liked how small the chemi program was. There's probably about 30 to 40 of us and, and we all know each other pretty well. That appealed to me a lot more than having like 200, 300 kids split into like four or five different classes. Um, and it's been really yeah. great so far. Yeah, definitely. Small class sizes are awesome for sure to kind of build that community that, that Gianna was also talking about. Cool. Derek? Yep. Uh, so Gianna really hit like all of the bases I could have thought before. <laughs> um, but in short, uh, I really loved the flexibility within Viterbi's programs. Um, and like she said, the dimension that uh, I perceived in all the students that I saw, um, it wasn't just a group of engineers, uh, like die hard for their work, slit each other's throats for the A, you know, it was like people helping each other um, and just genuinely interested and passionate about what they do and things outside of what they do. Um, and as far as USC, um, I love the culture at USC, um, love school spirit, love the campus. Um, and yeah, that's it. <laughs> cool. Thanks, Derek. Danya? Um, yeah, Gianna really like hit all the good ones. <laughs> um, I know, your answer was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> me, um, being like a low income student, um, the financial aid that USC offered really was beneficial. Like if it wasn't for USC, I would have been going to a community college. So um, this was really great. And like, yeah, just the support and all the little like familias that you can find here are really great. And 
just the small niches and the professors really want to help you. They're not just like seeing you as a student, but rather as someone like another equal individual that they can help foster growth in. So yeah, that was very important to me too. Cool, thanks for sharing. And then Kenda, what about you? Yeah, I liked all of, like for Terby specifically, I liked all of the options they had for civil engineering. So you could go and very like, specific with that. And then as to YUSC, I um, I just like, I really enjoyed the campus. I love LA, I like the community, and also I like Donnie was the best financial choice for me. Definitely, yeah. I think just to kind of wrap it up, I think everyone hit hit the good points on, on this one for me as well. But I think the community um, is really amazing. I think especially engineering's hard. <laughs> um, we yeah. talked about that a little bit, but it's, really great to have peers who like are excited about your accomplishments one and will like help you when you're struggling too um and it just makes a world of difference I know for me at least high school felt a little more competitive um like amongst our your classmates and um it's just not as fun because uh <laughs> engineering in the real world you're working with a ton of people so you definitely learn to do that here which is awesome um any last thoughts from anyone before we start to wrap it up? I hope no. this helps. <laughs> so um, with that, um, we want to make sure we get the admissions info to you guys and the information about how to connect with students. Um, but before I do that, I just want to say thank you so much to all the panelists. I really appreciate it. And I know um, everyone watching does too. So thanks, guys. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed that episode. Uh, Alex, we talked at the forefront of this, that this is uh, one in a series uh, of live chat events that are being hosted. What is coming up on that schedule? Yeah, so next we actually have Black Student Experience um, at Viterbi, and then after that we're going to have Women in Engineering. Um, so pretty excited. We have some more on the horizon, but those are our two upcoming uh, live chats. Cool. So next week is a panel of, of all black students talking about their experiences. And, and if, if students want to hear about that or identify with that and want to learn more, that's a great opportunity and women in engineering and then a bunch more that we'll be following. I recommend that everybody uh, check out the slate of events that is all posted online. You can register and reserve your spot now. It's viterbi.live slash chats, viterbi.live slash chats. You can see all of the student live chats that are scheduled for the rest of the year. Some really cool topics. Reserve your spot because spaces are limited uh, and for the ability to actually ask questions live in the session. And if you ever miss any, or if you, uh, if you prefer to, to, to take your headphones out and actually watch something on, on video, all of these are up on YouTube as well. Right, Alex? And where can they find that? Um, you can find it on our YouTube channel. Just search Viterbi Student on YouTube, or you can also find them on our IGTV on our Instagram, which is at Viterbi Student. That's great. Cool. Any other updates from you two? I mean, I'm, I'm kind of curious how you're in the, you're wrapping up your first week of classes as we record this. Uh, how's it going? I mean, it's definitely not great. Everybody has to be at, at home and over Zoom, but uh, how, how are you holding up? Um, I'm doing okay. I definitely. Well, I'm, I'm doing well. I'm doing it at my classes. I need to kind of get myself organized a bit because it's definitely sort of weird starting school this way, I think, uh, because it just like doesn't feel like, you know, you're not walking on a campus, you know, sitting down in a class. So I think kind of just um, getting into that mode is a little tough for me um, in a remote setting. Yeah, I definitely second that one. Um, I'm still taking my classes from my childhood home where I've spent all summer. So I think kind of that transition from, you know, summer back into school is a little bit harder because I'm in the same space and it's not a new environment where I usually help that feel or that helps me like um, feel the transition a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely still struggling with it, but it's been okay overall. Yeah. I think we're all kind of feeling the same thing and on our professor's end too. So I think it'll definitely, once we sort of really get into it, I think it'll be better. Yeah, this, this whole new normal is, is, I think we all keep hoping that the, we wake up and it's all changing, but it's definitely not anytime soon. Yeah. So I hope you two are, are staying safe. And um, yeah, this is just something we gotta, we gotta put our heads down and get through. So hang in there, do whatever you okay. can. Um, for all of our guests that are listening, I know that you're all uh, dealing with your own individual um, kind of struggles as you go through this process, um, but the admission process still goes on. And if you're in high school and looking at uh, the opportunity to apply for fall 2021, just a couple of reminders. Uh, the app is live now. 
we are test optional for fall 2021, and that means purely test optional. It means it does not matter whether you want to submit an SAT or ACT score or whether you don't want to, or whether you're not able to take it. So don't even stress about it. No one is given an advantage or a disadvantage. Um, so purely test optional. And if you haven't had a chance to take it, don't worry about it. Honestly, it's, it's, the, it's the most uh, clear, for, straightforward answer I can give you is don't worry about it. Uh, and like I said, the app is available. You can go to our website, viterbiadmission.usc.edu to learn more. Uh, and in addition to the students' live chats, we have our admission information session for both first year and transfer students that are going on. First year students are going on every Tuesday and Thursday with select Saturdays, and every transfer session goes on every other Friday um, all through the rest of the year. We are also in the process of scheduling faculty sessions that will be available to be registered for, and you can sign up now to be, to be notified when those, those sessions are made available. All of these events are all at one website, and you can go to viterbi.live slash events. Viterbi.live slash events will get you everything you need to know about learning more about the Viterbi School and think about this application process. If you have any questions, reach out, and I hope you're all hanging in there and staying safe, and we'll see you next time when we upload a new episode. Bye.